Yo, what's going on, guys? And welcome to Room Prime TV podcast. And it's a Sunday, so you know what that means. We're going to talk some wrestling. And some wrestling on Sunday fun day. Oh, what's yeah. And what a week we had of wrestling. Just back to back to back to back. Kind of. But, you know, you get the gist of it. So much wrestling to go over and a little bit of some controversy. You know, bit. updated controversy with uh, with a certain uh, DC character. But we'll get into that later. With me on this Sunday, October 6, 2019, is Ron himself. What's up, man? Yo, what's good, Ruben? I'm I'm all right, man. I'm I'm exhausted. Had a pretty busy weekend, but it's all good. We're here. We're chilling, laying in bed. Well, kinda half halfway in bed, halfway sitting down. But <laughs> I'm ready to talk some wrestling, man. Some wrestling. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And don't and don't worry when we get our our uh, our studio, our you know in real life RL studio. We'll have those reclining chairs and the retractable arms. So yeah. that way. We can lay down, lay back, relax, and, you know, talk our shit. Oh, but of course. That, that is the dream. You know, we have something to to strive for. But all dreams aside, so much shit has gone on this past week with Raw, with SmackDown moving to Friday nights, NXT, even though it was on, it was on... Uh, on USA Network for a few mm-hmm. weeks, but now it's officially the full two hours yep. on USA because you know, they just, they had a, there was something, I believe it was like some some sports event going on so they only can have the first hour NXT on USA, then the second hour will be on Network, but now yeah. the full two hours on USA. Yep. And AEW premiering, you know, their first episode, and I seen on Twitter, you know, hey, Twitter's the, you know, the essential hub of wrestling to bits, and accessible, you know, we got a face fax, here's accessible, but hey, has some information in the wrestling world. A lot of people were were mixed with uh, AEW, me, I thought it was a good show. I know, you know, we'll get your thoughts, our full thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like what I said on Twitter earlier today, essentially, just people need to just enjoy the show. Don't overanalyze it because the moment that you do, you're just going to get caught up in, in, in every little thing instead of enjoying it. Once you enjoy it, you have fun, then you can, you know, just be a fan. Like, we're so concerned about having yes. this and that. We need to be fans first. You know? Fans first. I thought that was the point. I thought that was the reason why there was a new company, you know, coming is the fact that the fans kept saying they were tired of one company and they were, uh, you know, they hated the fact that that one company w- was essentially insulting their intelligence, a new company comes around, and now people are like, I'm going to go watch the old company again. Yeah. Well, I don't get that at all. Like, And I'll jump in. We'll jump in later. I know about more about AEW, but I'll just say this real quick, and that I just don't understand how people can, like, want this company to fail. Like, Me neither. I don't get how people... These people are already, like, oh, they're going to they, like, they're gonna fail this, this, and that. They're going to crash and burn. And it's like, 
why do you want this to fail? Like, shouldn't you want this to prosper if if you've been insulted by, you know, what WWE has been doing for the past decade? I mean, for some people, the past decade, for me, I, I'd even be more generous and say the past, at least the past four or five years. But, you yeah. know, what they've been doing for the past decade, essentially. Yes. You know, it's especially with the watered down storylines with the just just the blatant insult of you know our intelligence yeah of, of just and, and you've seen it well when you're not falling asleep when you're passed out by the boredom but you see it mm-hmm. it's like holy shit like this doesn't make any sense whatsoever and they're expecting us to just eat it and like the taste of it and I just wish that you know, I want both companies to succeed. With AEW here, that's why they, they move uh, SmackDown to Fox on Fridays. Mm-hmm. That's why they have Lesnar, uh, you know, get the world title from Kofi. Disrespectful. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that because I actually fell asleep waiting for the match to happen. And it was like, what, like eight seconds? I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. just... Good, good thing I didn't miss much, but I, we already knew it was a foregone conclusion. But you know what? What I was saying with everything that's been going on with AEW's arrival, it forced WWE to change certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, they have SmackDown on Fox, NXT on USA on Wednesdays, head to head. They move some some people from the main roster to NXT. You know, yeah. a lot of changes. They brought back Pyro. So I'm hopeful. You know, still, you know, cautious, but I'm still hopeful. It's just a matter of, hmm, like, you know, egos are going to get in the way. So far, from what I'm seeing, it's more AEW's end where they having, you know, Cody and his ego trip. You mm-hmm. know, you, you got you to gotta guy that in his matches he's playing a heel but then he comes off you know to the fans on, on his uh, love letter to all the AW fans before the premiere of uh, AEW Dynamite as a you know basically babyface yeah and I'm here like hmm like the dynamics they're pretty off if you want to be beloved just yo just well, be through and through, you know. Be be in the in the background. Play yeah, play play yeah. heel if that's what you want to do. Yeah, Cody. I mean, and I'll say this: I think going forward now, he's he's got to be a babyface after what happened. I mean, yeah. even the way he was booked in the match on um, you know, this one this past Wednesday, he was he was booked babyface. But he was uh, doing some. But he was doing a few, a few heelish things as his wife got involved. And understand, well, and, and understand, like you know, uh, the vanilla, the vanilla midget number one template three uh, caused Cody to crash into his wife. He stopped, but he still, you know, knocked her down. I understand that. Yeah. That's coarse. However, it's just that then, again, it's just really off to me, at least. You know, and for someone that says, oh, WWE, blah, blah, doing all this and that, and, oh, Triple H, like, like, 
if you want to be Triple H and Brandy wants to be like Stephanie, just admit it. You'll feel much better. It'll be such a release, you know? And I just wish that, I just hope sincerely that Cody's ego doesn't get in the way of things because I want this to succeed. And, you know, not for just WWE's sake, but for their own sake because if things, and this is the first week, so I'm not saying all oh, doom and gloom. This is the first week they did uh, over a million viewers, which was great. I was ecstatic. I watched. Yeah, it's crazy. I was yeah. not expecting. I think there was a million point four was the uh, the definite number. I yeah. was not expecting that at all. I, I kind of expecting, but not really because um, you know I can understand the hype. You know they promoted a lot too. Of AW. Course, yeah. um, I remember being. You know, New York City subways, and I've seen a few of the uh, posters up, you know, AEW. And I, I remember even watching, um, I was on a, some random TV channel. I don't even remember what I was watching, and I saw AEW commercials. And then I know they put some commercials during, like, Raw and SmackDown, too. Yes, they did, yeah. So they, they, they definitely, which is brilliant. That's what just, you know, you should do. Hey, you're watching wrestling here, you know, check us out, too, when we come out. So I do think that million point four is um, very interesting that they yes. got that, but. You know the with the hype and it's new, so you got a lot of people want to you know checking it out and rightfully so they should. You know, give the first episode a shot. If you don't like the first episode and you don't want to continue, that's fine. But at least you gave it a shot. You know. Yes, and uh, it's good. Yeah, and everything and everything new and shiny people gravitate towards, and that's good. And you got to make sure that you keep those people, as well as bringing new audience. You know, bringing new. Uh, sector of audience in because how like it seems like the way that the show was built up mm-hmm. assumed that all 1.4 million people are watching on YouTube watching the being the elite show when you know that's 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 not true no, right? definitely not true yeah and they gotta understand that if you want if you want more people glued in, you need to explain who who are these people, who, who are these wrestlers, yeah. who are these performers. Give a little bit of insight into the character, you know, their mission, you know, their their uh, motivation, mm-hmm. so to speak. Not just throwing them out there expecting people to know who they are because we know, for the most part, who guys like, you know, the elite, you know, Hangman, Cody, Omega, the Young Bucks, Jericho, uh, JR, and a few others to a degree. MJF. Yeah, but you have person. to write. You have to write. Yeah, the average person's not going to know. Yes. And you have to write. Because it's your first show, that's something they could have improved on. Which they did. It was a mixture. I think it was a good mixture of it. But yes. they needed to improve. Well, now it's, you know, it, I mean, it's the second episode coming up. But anyways, they definitely needed to improve more on, you know, hey, this is a brand new show. We have to get you acclimated and get you to understand who these people are, you know, who exactly are these characters, these wrestlers, like, and what's going on. And I and they did jump into storylines that were already, you know, previously conceived on the all-in shows or the, um, you know, Madden YouTube, Bass, social Madden media. Bass, yeah. And all that, yeah. Yeah, and and they definitely had to 
you know, uh, expand on it. Then they should have expanded. But they, I think they did a, a decent job because there was moments where they did build up a few storylines and they did show, especially like the ending segment, you know, yeah. with, uh, you know, with uh, Jack Swagger. Or I think he's going by his real name now, Jake Hager. Yeah. You know, with Jake Hager coming out and stuff like that. Like, I think that definitely it was a, it was a nice blend of it. You know, it should have been a bit more focused on getting people to understand, OK, here is this guy. This is why you should like him. This is that guy. These are the Young Bucks. These are, you know, this is Omega. This is Jericho, the champion. Like, you know, and you can't just think everyone that watched went on YouTube, you know? Yep. And, uh, you know, that's something to understand. But, you know, it's a new show, and it's uh, it's interesting. Because I, I don't think I've ever watched a new... Like, this is the first time I've ever seen the first episode of, of wrestling. Yeah. And come to think of it, I actually want to see if I can find maybe, like, the very first Ring of Honor show. You know, or maybe the very first uh, TNA show to see how they done things. Hmm. I think I definitely want to check that out to see, maybe compare and contrast and see how, okay, this was AEW's first show. How was TNA's first show back in 2001 when they, when they uh, you know, introduced you to uh, the roster? Yes, that that's actually things like that. something we can definitely do in the near future. Sure. Uh, all in um, you know. Where, same with Nitro too, yeah. Yes, with it's, Nitro, with same uh, with Nitro, yeah. With uh, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, we can definitely do that for definitely. sure. Uh, but yeah, like it's their first episode, so I'm not saying all oh, they they have some leeway. There's gonna be mistakes. Nothing is perfect. There's no such <laughs> thing as perfect, but there are mistakes that you can avoid. Yep. And I felt like they did few mistakes with assuming that the whole audience of nil of no point four already mm-hmm. knew. They already knew the people when no, that's not the case. You gotta again, you gotta give a reason for people to be invested in these characters. As and then as time progresses, like holy shit, like I wanna root for that guy or I can't stand that guy's guts or I want to be like that. I want to be like that guy or that girl. You know, right. I, I didn't get a sense of that. It felt like another, which was like the show. I, I enjoyed it, just from not being on Twitter and, and, and typing and, and tweeting and twatting <laughs> every every second. I just enjoyed the show, and then occasionally, yeah, occasionally I checked Twitter, but for the most part, I was just watching the show. I wasn't psychoanalyzing everything. After it was done, my initial height wore down. That's when I analyzed. Because we're so quick to analyze things or to just to jump the gun and be the first ones to try to get, you know, and I'm quoting Don Tony to get, you know, tweet fucked. Yeah. You know, you don't want that. You, you essentially want to, A, enjoy the show, immerse. You know, when you eat something, okay, here we go with the food puns, food analogies. <laughs> when you eat something, you want to enjoy. You want to savor. Get all every every taste bud in your tongue, you know, lit up, right? But yeah. instead, what what people do, they just carve it down. You know, they're they're, they're eating. You don't you don't really taste the food because no. you're like, you know, you're either you're eating too fast, so it's like you don't really get to enjoy the food. Is yes. what? Uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. And people just need to enjoy the food. They need to stop that. Oh, oh, this is, oh, this is such a small portion, and all this other. Just enjoy the fucking food. <laughs> After it's done, 
then you have a critique. You critique it, you judge it based on certain parameters, whatever the fuck, but we as wrestling fans need to enjoy wrestling again. So just yeah, just constant clamoring and all just trying to trying to go on Twitter and argue and, and all this stuff. Just enjoy wrestling, please. Yeah, that's because everyone's looking for everyone. Well, something I don't I didn't like is that you know it's it's gonna be a it's gonna always be considered a Monday Night Roar. Yes, you know. Uh, I said Monday Night uh, War, uh, Wednesday Night War. Sorry, it's always going to be considered a war, regardless yeah. of where I'm trying to get at, uh, because of the fact that it's two shows, you know, at the same time, the same exact genre, head to head. So I get it. It's always going to be a bit of a war, but instead of fans saying, "Hey, this is great," we got two, you know, well, one really good proven wrestling show that we've been watching for the past uh, six years now, and now we have a new promotion. With a bunch of wrestlers from an uh, from a Japanese promotion that we all love and and were big fans of for the past few years, they're going to be introduced to the American audience. We have two shows. This is awesome. Both have a great talent roster, you know, and and we're going to get good matches as, as we've seen this Wednesday from both shows. We're going to get great matches, and we're gonna it's going to be a great time. And it's like we could just be like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome, but no, we're instead we're going to say, oh, this this show is this, this show is that. And I can understand if you really didn't like one show, but it's like, I just I just think that it's too like everyone's too busy trying to compete. They yes, just it's yeah. just like enjoy wrestling. <laughs> like you have four days of wrestling, soon to be five because NWA is going to be having a show on Tuesdays, I believe. It's like an internet show, okay. but you're going to be having you're going to have five days of of wrestling, you know. And it's like, well, for, well, technically five shows, but not five days. But anyway. Yeah. You can have a bunch of wrestling is where I'm getting at. And it's like, if you don't like one, just don't watch. Please. Like, there's something, let there be something for everyone. Yeah, and, and that's my whole point. After, like, before AEW had their first show, it was people already immediately saying, oh, you, if you watch WWE, then you're not a real wrestling fan. If you, like, nowadays... When it comes to enjoying what you like, supporting who you want to support, it, it's it's such a hassle to just be yourself in an age where everyone is telling you to like a certain thing or to support a certain person or not to, not to support a, a certain person or or group or whatever. And we as wrestling fans, it's like sometimes I feel like even wrestling fans are ashamed of other wrestling fans. Because you, you see and hear all this shit, especially online. But there's a lot of times that it's like it's like being a, a fucking pariah, being a wrestling fan, because you got all these these tryhards and these edge lords giving the rest of us a bad rap, you know. And you see mm-hmm. it, and you see it on you see it online when you try to enjoy something. Oh, you know, just. I enjoy WWE. Like you know, I know there's other companies out there, but just I prefer WWE is my thing. Oh, fuck you, you 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 have Vince Man's cock, you know, in your fucking mouth and <laughs> your nostrils and all. It's like, come on now. Yeah. You know, like, and it's very graphic. First of all, that that's you know, it's kind of <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, very very, very graphic. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so graphic that a 
we we need to uh wonder there's some bit of tension there but anyways uh you know you cannot like you have to like what's what's hip and trendy you you can't it's it's cool to hate on WWE number one yeah it is and second is. if you don't like the other company then you don't know wrestling you don't know shit about wrestling oh you don't know that move that uh so and so perform or you don't know who Kenny Omega is he's he's the best on the planet eh. and yeah. i get i get that aspect of it too but like cuz i i can't stand um WWE and by WWE I mean i i'm separating it from NXT yes you know, as a lifelong fan, like I've said countless times on your podcast, whenever we spoke about wrestling, of lifelong fan of WWE, I've, I've literally watched it as long as I can remember when I was like a wee lad, two years old or whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, I I can't stand what it's become. Right. It's very rare because there was times where I would go on social media and I'm like, man, this is so bad. This is so terrible, blah, blah. But even now, I'm just like, you know what? It's better to just enjoy like other aspects of it, like I, I don't watch WWE. I might watch some clips on YouTube just to stay up because I love the talent there. But why I do that? I can just watch NXT. Yes. There's, there's no one putting a gun to my head to tell me you have to watch Monday Night Raw every night, every Monday. You have to watch SmackDown every week. You know, and there's no one putting a gun to my head. There's no one telling me I have to. And it's like I'm wasting. I feel like I'm wasting my breath if I go on Twitter to say WWE sucks. WWE is trash. Which is why I'm like, you know what? It's no point in even doing that. If I go on social media now, I'll just say, hey, thanks NXT or thanks, you know, uh, AEW for, um, you know, for the show. Thank you for the show. You know, I, I love right. what I saw, and that's it. And that's the thing. You you have four options of wrestling. Now, like I said again, four to five options of wrestling. So now you can really pick and choose. If NXT, if you love NXT, which I know a lot of people do, especially a lot of those indie guys, you know, a lot of those indie. Fans that are like, you know, WWE sucks and I love Kenny Omega. A lot of those guys are NXT guys, too. They love NXT. Yeah. So, hey, if you like NXT, that's fine. Don't watch Monday Night Raw. You don't need to. Yes. You don't uh, need to watch Raw. There's no obligation right. to watch wrestling as a whole, like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, uh, right. ROH, TNA, uh, you know, all the other, all the other shows all the other products in the world of wrestling. You're not obligated to watch everything. If you prefer mm-hmm. just Raw, which, you know, hey, to each their own, yeah. cool. If you enjoy SmackDown, that's fine, too. If you enjoy NXT, NXT UK, that's right. fine, too. NXT and if you UK. enjoy AEW, that's fine, too. Or you enjoy the other indie feds, you know, Around that's fine too. You don't. You're not obligated to watch every single wrestling show from every single fucking promotion because it yeah, is. you don't have to. It, it's not an obligation. It, I mean, if you can do it, if you you if uh, there's so much wrestling and so little time during the day, you got to be a fucking millionaire to just you know watch everything and not have to worry about working and supporting yourself. But that's another issue entirely. This my whole <laughs> thing is. It feels like nowadays, and we'll get to all the shows in a second, but I just want to, I want to talk about this because it's important. When I see online that for people that they say, if you don't watch this wrestling promotion, what's wrong with you? 
No, like there's something wrong with you. You're telling people what they should watch. When being a wrestling fan, you have so many choices. You have right. so much freedom to watch what you want to watch. And it's okay if you don't watch something that people like. You know, you may not like it. Other people may, but it's not for you. That's fine. And it's just this uh, elitist mentality that comes from a lot of wrestling fans nowadays. When the it, wrestling it, fans it, are so entitled nowadays. Yes, yeah. yes. And it, it, it pisses me off because I'm, I'm here like, listen, like my my way of, of, of dance or my way of, of, uh, of style may be different from yours, but I'm not going to judge you if you prefer uh, electric slide over, you know, merengue or salsa dancing or the tango. Like you have your you have your preference. I have mine. Mm-hmm. You know, if please like if something if something's wrong with me, I will check myself into a, a mental institute, which you know that won't happen ever. But just. I never say never. You might not. Hey, hey never know. <laughs> hey, well, we, we got something to talk about that correlates to that. But oh yeah, you never know. You never know. But I'm just here saying, listen, you like what you like. You shouldn't feel pressure. Or you shouldn't feel obligated to watch everything because you want to be cool. You want to be hip. Watch what you want to watch. Enjoy wrestling. Once all the hype has gone down, you, you had your fun. You enjoyed wrestling for it was wrestling. Then you can critique it. Then you can say your opinion. But if you're automatically, and there's people who do this, and it's like, are you getting paid by these companies? You're, you're telling them so, so hard. They they trying to you trying to get them to notice you, and they don't notice you because you're just another wrestling fan with uh, with uh, Roman Reigns or Kenny Omega or whoever the fuck picture as your as your photo icon on Twitter like no that, that is that is never going to happen they ain't going to notice you so the best thing you got to do is just have fun enjoy you know whatever show or whatever company you, you enjoy watching and just have fun be a fan first you know just be a fan because the moment that you like I was like I was like that. I was always analyzing everything. Oh man, like Raw and SmackDown, blah blah blah. And, you know, you you know this from. I was mm-hmm. that in that in that state of mind. But we went to an NXT show. We went to uh, the first one we went to back in twenty six. Was it twenty six? No, was it twenty six? No, yeah, it was twenty sixteen. It was twenty sixteen. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. And we and we went to Asbury Park, and we we saw the first opening match: Alexa Bliss versus Oscar. Yep. And yep. Ron was like, "Hey, Caesar, how how, how you liking the match? How, how you liking the event so far?" And then <laughs> you saw me with with uh, hard eyes at Oscar. This is hard eye. It was like you had the Bugs Bunny eyes from yes. Space Jam. Yes. That was you. I was like, Caesar, woohoo. Yeah, I, I was I was gone, man. <laughs> Dude, that remember when uh <laughs> I was screaming my number out? Yes. I think it was, was it the Alexa Bliss? Uh, no, Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Maria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I lost my entire voice. I was like, Eva, call me. <laughs> I was like screaming my phone number. Oh man, that was what a night. That was so we much gotta fun. Go, dude. We gotta go to another wrestling event. And whoever's there, uh, you gotta. I, I may even yell out my number. <laughs> yell out my, like, maybe for Oscar. I, I gotta do it for Oscar. Like, she, she got her, her gaming YouTube channel oh, out yeah. there. And it's very entertaining. And they, they finally brought her out. I was like, oh shit. Like, Oscar still works for the company. I thought she, she retired and. and is doing gaming now and, and on her YouTube, but she's still in the company, so you know not to worry. And of course, she's in the Hell in a Cell pay per view, so again, we'll talk about that. But just to, to close, like yeah. taking from someone from experience that has been too critical and too honestly, negative, you know, just whatever negative, too critical. And I went to that NXT show, and I was like. Going there live, when you're there live, I know not everyone can go to a live show. It's 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 uh it's not like going down across the street, you know. It's it's uh planning, a lot of planning, you know, money has to be spent. So at the end of the day I went to that event with you, a few other friends of ours, and it was a fucking great time. I had such a good time. I just enjoyed the show for what it was. I wasn't analyzing. I wasn't like, like, oh, this this match deserves two and a half stars, and oh, this match gets three and a quarter. It's like, have fun, mm-hmm. you know, have fun, and, and you know, Oscar, like, she changed my life that that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she changed my life. When most people will be like Alexa Bliss, you know, she's cute too. Like, you no, know, yeah, you know, this nice, uh, you know, third place, even Marie. Second, there. Uh, no, actually, no, no, no. Oscar, Bailey, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. You know, hey, if shoot me, <laughs> if you if you disagree, that's fine. Don't shoot me. This is just my opinion. <laughs> it's my opinion. But yeah, like just in closing, like just be a fan. Just enjoy what you like to watch. No, no need for all this. You know infighting and name calling and being triggered. Just enjoy what you want to watch. Enjoy your your brand. And have fun. We should be able to come together as wrestling fans and just talk wrestling and not be triggered, you know, by what other what someone else watches. You don't like WWE, don't watch it. Don't talk yeah. about it. But it's the same people, right, that hate it so much but they talk about it. Because that yeah, because they compare everything to it. Yeah, yes, they, you don't know how to just not enjoy. It. Yeah, man. Like I said, I don't, I don't even do that. Every once in a while, I might make a joke about it, but it's like I just said, you know, whatever. Why? I'll, I'll use my Mondays and my Fridays for something else, which which I've done. Yes. Uh, this Friday night SmackDown when it just passed, I only I tuned in because I said, you know, hey, it's the first show. I heard the Rock was open. I was like, let me check it out. I literally only watched the Rock segment. And then I saw the women's uh, tag match, and then I left because I went to the movies to see Joker. Yeah. So I left, and um, that was it. And then I just heard about everything else that happened, you know, the Kofi situation, which made me laugh. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, but we're, that was, yeah. yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. So let's get on to the shows. And Christ, there's so many. Uh, we're we're going to go to Raw just quickly because um, it felt like a Paul Heyman show. You know, so we'll, we'll chat about that. So, mm. Monday Night Raw, 
essentially felt like Paul Heyman had, you know, influence since, you know, he's one of the the one of the people behind the scenes. Yeah. Working, you know, doing his thing, working his mojo. And the the first segment, which mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Ooh, oh God, like the first segment I watched that, I was like, okay, you know, Rimster comes out, he's giving props to his son Dominic for basically, you know, telling him, you know, just persuading him not to retire. And now he's gonna have his um title shot against uh his title match against uh, yeah. uh Seth Rollins later on the night. I was like, Okay, cool, and done. In comes Broke Laser. Here comes Paul Heyman and he proceeds to give Rey Mysterio an ass whooping. Yeah, I heard he really messed up. Yeah. Ass whooping to have never well we've seen it but you know just 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 for semantics sake uh, ass whooping that I have never like I've seen I haven't seen in a while essentially and after he was done just being the shit out of Ray he went near Dominic and Dominic was like uh-uh, I ain't having none of this shit I, I'm I'm good sat down and it was like yeah he, he he's Dude, he's gonna grab him. Like he's gonna get his ass kicked, and he did. Just lift, dude. He just lift Dominic. He just lift uh, Dominic out from his seat. He was sitting down, throw him up. Wow. I thought he was gonna do um Abigail's um his, his, uh, his throw and just like throw him up in the air, and he was gonna like, crash down. Let him fall on the ground. Yeah, it was gonna be a giant crater in the ground. I was like, holy shit, like. Um, Yo, Brock is a beast, man. They, they call him the beast for a reason. Brock is a beast. I didn't see, you know, I didn't, I didn't watch Raw. Um, I'll, I'll let you know what the only, only takeaway I got from Raw because yeah. of social media. Yo, of course, of um, course. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, that's insane, man. Brock, Brock's a beast. Yeah. He, dude, he, he's insane, man. Bro, I love Brock Lesnar, man. I, it's never. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's, it's never. Like you know, a lot of people don't like Brock because of the fact that he holds the title hostage or whatever, and that and it's not it's not Brock, man. It's it's, it's not really, his fault. yeah, it's not his fault. I love Brock when he's there. I wish Brock can be on TV every week. I wish, but I understand why he's not going to be on TV every week. Yeah, because they're going to pay him a crap ton of money to not appear on TV every week. Yep. So why? <laughs> that? You know, like I I get it, but man, that's insane. Yeah, I heard yeah. he. The living daylights out of uh, Mysterio and um, and Dominic. Yeah, did, he, Mysterio's arm was in a sling. Was that a shoot, or did he really hurt himself? I'm not sure. I didn't um, mm. look into that. But hey, like, got to sell the injury. But you never know. Maybe, maybe he, like, uh, Brock did rough him up. Because remember, he's much smaller. Yeah, he's much smaller. But it, it could be, it could be legit. It could be a work. But regardless, like, it, it's. Oof. And then, you know, after uh, Brock Lesnar threw Dominic, just picked him up, threw him up, and landed <laughs> in a huge fucking crater, uh, he just, you know, hit him against the ring post. Did a F5, did a suplex to both Ray and uh, Dominic. And then the, the trainers and referees was like, hey, like, you know, just stop it. And, and then... <laughs> And then this was like uh, the one 
the, you know, this is botchmania worthy. One of the referees said, one more time. One more time. <laughs> like, I shit you not. One more time. Roll out? Roll out, yeah. Roll out. Roll out. Was that John Cena was the referee? Colin Spots? Yeah. <laughs> Suplex! Was that, was that John Cena was the ref? <laughs> he said one more time, and, and Brock was like, and then he went in there, oh, man. beat the shit out of him some more, and then you know <laughs> after that he just he left. But damn, that initial when he picked Dominic up from his seat, like I thought he was just gonna throw him up, and then Dominic was gonna crash down. Like fuck, man! Like it just it started off hot, like just to you know gotta you know to go on with the rest of Raw. It started off hot. You saw the power row. Brock, everyone has power row. Um, the new set looks cool. You know, so new, uh, like a new twist. It looks, it's different. It's not the same. I, I'm not really a fan of the I saw how the Ross set looks. Me personally, yeah, it, it, do, it looks so unfinished to me. It's just a giant LED ramp. I don't, I think it's kind of lazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, always a, a fresh change is, is always good to have a, you know, it's always cool to see new sets, so I get that, but yeah. it just looks real, it looks really unfinished to me. And I won't be surprised if we might see, like, you know, maybe it wasn't finished, you know. Probably, yeah, uh, most likely. But it was just a giant LED ramp, and like, they come out from a tunnel. It just doesn't, just didn't look really good to me. Yeah. Um, that's just me personally, but, yeah. yeah. But uh, also, what, uh, what because of AEW and WWE going head-to-head on Wednesday nights, got... Us, we got power back, so we got power on the the opening segment. Yep. With uh, you know the intro, then Lesnar, uh, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, so and a few, a few others. I think was it the Miz that got power? I think so. I, I think he so. used to have power before. I can't remember. Mm, not sure. Mm, I can't remember if Miz had power, but. But yeah, essentially they got Pyro. You know, they got a. Uh, we got Pyro back, which was great. I was like that. People don't understand when it comes to Pyro, it 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 really sets things apart. It, it really like, it's just the whole uh, appearance and, and just the the, fl- the flair of it. No pun intended. It really helps. Uh, superstars it really helps out the wrestlers. Yeah, you know, their style of pyro, you know the the way that it you know it goes off. Like it really helps out these performers to stand out. Oh no, I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, you know essentially it really helps out. It truly helps out these uh, these wrestlers. And it's one stop. It's it's trust me. It's not. It's Pyro ain't gonna solve every everything that's wrong with with the current product right now. But it's a great start. Um, also, uh, what else of importance happened? Uh, oh, the the fiend. Yeah, the fiend. Um, <laughs> uh, I love. I love um, these Firefly Funhouse segments. I really do. Yeah, he's 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 the best. Speaking of him, uh, just just a quick like break from it yeah, from sure. Raw uh, before I fin- we finish up. There, he was on a, a a news show. I don't know where it was. I think I linked it to you uh, earlier. Maybe I not put it in one of the various chats we're in. Okay. But he was on a 
a news show, and it was hilarious. He was in character the entire time. <laughs> it was so fun. They were playing this theme in the background, and they were asking him questions like, hey, Bray Wyatt, what is it like to be a, you know, a WWE superstar? And he's like, it's really, really fun. Like, he was responding. <laughs> like, he was, in, he was 100% in character, and it was so good. I love to see when wrestlers don't break kayfabe. I mean, when they... Uh, Wait, did I say that right? Yeah, when, break, when yeah, when yeah. they don't yeah, when they don't break gay fabe, you hear me? Gay fabe. <laughs> when they don't break kayfabe, I love to see that. Um, we were talking about Cody Rhodes earlier. He's another one I like to see. Um, I remember back when he was doing the Stardust character. Oh yeah, he would try. Yeah, he would be on. You know, he'd be in the media and he'd be Stardust. You know, but yeah, um, Bray Wyatt was he was dressed up like he had the sweater on and everything, and you hear like the theme playing, like they're asking him questions and like. It was just so funny, and they were asking him. There was there was one question I can't remember what it was, but someone said they asked him something, and he was like, "You know what feels great when someone has done you wrong, and you get to hurt them really, really badly." But like <laughs> the, the way he said it was just it was so much, man. They asked him like, "What does Yowie Wowie mean?" And then like he just explained. It was a good time. If anybody get a chance, definitely. Uh, let me see really quick if I can find. Um, the name of the YouTube video to check out because uh, I definitely linked it to a few chats that I that you know like I said that were in but look up yeah just look up uh, Bray Wyatt on I'm gonna find the name of the YouTube channel it's uh good day it was Sacramento good day Sacramento okay. so go to good day Sacramento's YouTube channel and it's like a three minute clip of Bray Wyatt on their news uh you know doing a little promotion for uh hell in a cell but he was in character the whole time which was really amazing well yeah because um it makes sense because you know there were smackdown was at the uh staples the staples center yeah they're in there so they they had so much media right so much media Um, yeah man every they were on everything i remember all my i think my my dad or somebody was watching um espn i think it was my dad and he texted me he was like yo um Cause he, you know, he he doesn't watch wrestling like that anymore. He, you know, we used to watch it when we were kids. He would watch it with us, but uh, he was t- he was telling me, oh, um, Ric Flair's daughter. He's like, Ric Flair's daughter's on, uh, and then Charlotte was on. I turned the channel, and Charlotte was on um, ESPN. And I was like, okay, so yeah, they've been doing coverage all over. Yeah, that's, and it's. I feel like it's a foregone conclusion that Bray is going to win the, the title. Oh, for sure, tonight. for sure. Um, his character is over. Like you got to strike. You, you you've done this this uh, reboot of his character, and then you have the fiend. So you have to strike while the iron is hot. Like Seth, you know he, you know back when he had that Iron Man match, that that gauntlet match, like an hour and change like that's that's when stuff was over when he was doing his thing in the ring and now he's essentially eh, like i guess yeah. all, the, all well, the shit that he said on twitter it just rubbed people the wrong way yeah i was gonna say just hold off on that let's just uh you know yeah. get through uh, yeah. my only takeaway from raw because i didn't watch it was i went on youtube and you know, I have a lot of channels that I follow that talk wrestling. You know, that review raw, whatever, whatever. And I remember scrolling down Tuesday morning on YouTube, and I just keep seeing a thumbnail of Bobby Lashley and Lana kissing, and I'm just like, "What the <laughs> heck did I miss?" So I go to the channel and I see that, and I'm like, "Yo!" I'm like, "Yo!" I'm like, "The WWE get access to my search to my to my YouTube, my YouTube history, to my website history, like yes. my browser." 
Did you the WWE gain access to all the stuff I watch? Like, wow, okay, we're pushing those storylines now. I might check out Raw. <laughs> <laughs> black.com, shout outs to black.com. Yeah, shout outs to black.com. <laughs> Nice, yeah, uh, I was like, "What nice is this?" There for you, oh, oh, pleasure. For sure. Um, but yeah, like uh, that is textbook Paul Heyman. Yeah, he's out this crazy, outlandish, mm-hmm. uh, you know, storyline segments. You know, and it it really made it really made uh, people like scratch the head like what like what's going on you know f- people felt you know disgusted or yo like what was like got them talking and that's what you want like, you even sure. though it doesn't make sense because if truly if uh mike canales if he was you know apparently they probably asked him and mike canales was like no like I-, I love my wife and it was okay then paul Heyman was like oh just Hey, hey, Bobby, what, you know, you busy Monday night? You know, nah, I'm, I'm free. Okay, come come by Monday night, uh, come by Raw tonight. So that's probably what went down, but it got people talking. Yeah, it did, it did. Uh, I'll say that for sure, because I didn't, I didn't care about anything else on Raw, and I probably won't watch Raw tomorrow, but I definitely will look for that YouTube VOD when, whenever they explain, you know, that story. Yeah. I do think that was, uh, I, I just want to know why, like, what what is up with Rusev? Like, why do you guys hate <laughs> Rusev so much? I don't get it. Like, why do they hate Rusev so much? Yeah, like, you bring him back to, just easy. to do this to him. Dude, it's, it's so easy, man. He's, He's got to be going, though. Yeah. He, he can't. There's no way Rusev is resigning. Like, there's no way. No. He has to be like, yo, I'm, I don't know his contract, like, when it's up, but... He has to be going soon. There's no way Rusev is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to sign for another five years like everyone else is doing. There's, there's no way he's doing that. He can't. There's no way he can possibly be doing that because this is ridiculous, man. Like, why, like, I mean, we still have to see. You know, this could be more to it. We just have to wait and see. Yeah, we, we have to. Yeah, just got to wait and see. Definitely have to wait and see how uh, how things progress. Yeah, because um, it's just weird. But again, like look at Lana, and you know that backstage there's a lot of pettiness when it comes to uh, Rusev being with Lana. Because oh, look look, yeah. look at Rusev. Like how how can he get a girl? How can of he get, excuse me a woman like like Lana? Like that's all it is. That's basically what it is. They just they, they so they're gonna they're gonna try and make them divorce IRL because how how many wrestling angles where a guy is dating another guy's wife and he ends up leaving. It's, it's, it's almost, it's, I'd say it's more than 50%. If you really tallied up how many wrestling angles from every promotion ever, where a, a guy that's married to a girl in a business wife, uh, maybe divorces him on screen and she's in a relationship with another guy. How many times that, that happens almost all the time. Yes. You know, and it's, it's crazy, but that's probably, maybe that's their mentality. Hey, all right, you guys, so madly in love, all right, we'll, we'll do this angle. And then she's going to have to spend more time with Lashley. And, you know, I don't think Lashley's married. I know him and um, Crystal, they used to be Crystal Marshall. They used yeah. to be married. They have a kid together. Yeah, that's but the I name think... I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. He, they used to be married, but I don't think, you know, they're together anymore. So 
you know, things can happen, and it's oh. like, that's you know, what WWE wants. Yeah. Wow. Just here's the thing, man. Like, if uh, some doesn't, you know, some's got to go. If he, you know, for uh, Rusev, like for his career, because people when when he when he was out there, people was cheering. People like Rusev. They want to cheer for this dude, but they put him in in angles where, and you know, when that part was coming up, he was like, "Oh God!" Like that expression that yeah. he had, like you you knew. You knew, oh, oh shit! Like it's gonna get, you know, it's gonna get real, and it, it's sad. Like it's just they, they made him, they made, like if it were any of us, you would have just even if you would have got your ass kicked, you're gonna be like, yo, like what the fuck? That that's 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 my wife. What the fuck are you doing? But they just made him for you know whatever reason, just mm-hmm. uh, just bumbling just like a bumbling and we know he's a not but storyline wise they made him look like a bumbling idiot and it's a shame it truly is a shame uh for that and russo deserves so much better you know yeah he mm-hmm. he, ha- he has lots of money he, he's a u.s citizen by the way he he got yeah he I, he just got his citizenship right yeah. Welcome to America. I mean that's so American to have your wife uh get banged out by a black dude that's yeah, so American yeah. That's the American way in 20, 2019. 2019. Hey, like that, that's the... <laughs> Getting cucked is yes. the American way. Welcome to America, Rusev. Get welcome, cucked. Welcome to America, Rusev. <laughs> uh, it's so unfortunate, man. Like, you know, I, I want the best for him because he's one of my favorites. But yeah, when he's not sure. on TV, and it's just... God, I get it. It's so. I think he should just go back to NXT. He should do like a stint in NXT once the storyline is over. If he's still with the company, if he, yeah, yeah, I mean they pick and choose, man. That's the that's the thing with that company. They pick and choose, and they don't like Rusev. Yeah. So why send him back? Here's the thing: he's not resigned. He not that he's not resigning, but he's um his contract is not is up soon. Uh, from what I was hearing. His contract is not like it's not that long. He has maybe a month or so left, right? Okay. So and he hasn't resigned yet. So they're not going to send him to NXT where it's like, hey, go back to NXT where we don't have reign over you and they could possibly do something with you. No, we'll just have you on TV and oh, you're not going to resign. Let's bury you because that's what the company does. Everyone is petty backstage. So because you don't want to resign, we know you don't want to resign. All right, we'll just bury you. You know, like Rusev is one of those guys that got over organically, and they chose not to do anything with him. Yes. They, they, they made the the one thing is the only thing they did was when they made the Rusev Day shirts. When they finally made the Rusev Day shirts, months after he he got that over, and then, um, you know, the Rusev Day shirts sold out. Yep. And then they and then what did they do? Turn him heel again. Like they just don't know what they don't know what to do. Yeah. And they don't so, like they don't like him. So yeah, it's just it's so. I'm telling you, man, like, he's so underutilized. Like, they had something with him. He could have been the next star, but of course, you know. He's eh, funny. It's, it's okay. Yeah, he's in it. He's, yeah, he's funny. He's talented, and they that's it. They don't they don't like him, so that's the thing. They're not going to send him back to NXT. They like Finn Balor, you know. Yeah. Spoilers, but yeah, Finn Balor's a great talent, and they like him, so sure, we'll send you back to NXT. It'll help boost NXT's ratings more because you're back. You know, it'll help give you some fresh programs to work, but they don't like Rusev, so what are they going to do? They're going to just bury him. Until he signs, resigns, 
and then maybe they'll do something, just maybe. But if I was him, don't resign. Go to AEW, you know, yeah. or go anywhere. Go to NWA. Go to New Japan. Go to Ring of Honor. You have the options are limitless. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to say. In addition to all these wrestling shows being on TV, it's a good time to be a wrestler because of the fact that you have plenty of places to work. Yeah, yeah, the money. Yeah, the money might not be as good as as WWE money, but you can still make a living. You can make a living off AEW. You can make a living off of New Japan. You know, NWA is doing pretty well. Yeah, you can still make a, a living. So you know, there's there's a bunch of promotions to go to if you don't like the E, if you don't like the schedule. Yeah. So, but that's that's pretty much it for Raw. I don't really yeah, think else. Raw wasn't so good. Yeah, Brock Lesnar being the shit out of Ray and Dominic and uh, uh, who else uh, and. This Delana Rusev Bobby Lashley segment, and oh, and of course, uh, uh, the fiend fingered, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fiend fingered uh, an- another another porn reference. The fiend fingered Seth Rollins, you know, to while that was going on, and the fiend was under the ring and just you know with the bamboo claw, you know, choked out Seth Rollins, and that that's a recurring theme definitely recurring theme as of late but you know we cannot move on to NXT uh the like the show surprisingly it did around 800,000 uh viewers on the USN network and it's full two hour debut yeah. because mind you the first hour for the past uh, two weeks mm-hmm. was on the network after the main show was you know, on USA Network. So after uh, 9 o'clock, the second half was on the network. So now they're fully on on TV for two hours, and they had a, you know 800,000, around 800,000 viewers. And it's like, granted... I think that I think that's good. That's also good numbers. Eight hundred thousand is great numbers. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, look NXT has been proven. It's established, and it will always have good wrestling or has good characters, good everything for the most part. As 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 perfect as it can be across the board. There's no such thing, but as as good as it can be. You know, had so array of talent on NXT. So we know we got the Matt Riddles, we got Adam Coles, we got Double Team Dream. Oh yeah, we have uh, Io whole undisputed era. Uh, yeah, undisputed era as a whole. Uh, we got Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like, like, oh, Ugh. Io. Every time she comes out, I'm just like. Uh, uh, I know you don't. I know you don't listen to wrestling soup. Uh, a lot. No, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Uh, yeah. This this past week, uh, this uh, Friday, uh, Nish mentioned and shout outs to Wrestling Suit guys. Uh, we we met them at the uh, during WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we met them there. That was awesome, man. It was like meeting, you know, I don't want to say heroes, but meeting guys that you do look up to. I, I, I love those dudes. Despite, I'll say this real quick, despite their views on on AEW because I understand like their beef with them and I and it does get annoying seeing them always kind of combat with them but yeah. 
I'm, I'm always gonna love those guys, and I do listen to them. I just don't, I don't have them on Patreon, so I just listen to the hour and a half that they okay. give out for free. That's all it is. But yeah, continue, man. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Mish mentioned that, hey, uh, you know, Io Shirai is that woman that that you will let her, you know, stomp your nuts, and that not oh, with flip flops, sure. yeah, not, not, <laughs> not with flip flops. You gotta remember, not with flip flops. Uh, not with uh, you know Nike shoes. They mm-hmm. gotta be the the nice uh, stiletto, you know, knee high or, or thigh high. You know, whoever. I, man, I will explore that. That's not even my thing. But I will be like, yo, you <laughs> around. You could do a Bruce Lee kick or I don't know, a super kick party on. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you could just do that. Like, yo could ruin my credit. Yeah, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Sheesh, man, that woman oh, love her. Man. I mean, and that's and that's not just a look. She's a, she's a, a phenomenal talent. You know, I don't want anybody to be just think is about looks. She's she's a very beautiful woman. I love the the new look is amazing. Yeah, her her she's, she's super talented yes, too. Yeah, her being a heel, it's great. Is, it's really so good. great. Like people don't understand. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like her like doing the Nikki Cross ish things. Like uh, tone it down, but more like more so as she is right now, it's it's great. My yeah. whole thing is, I wish that she was like this snobby uh, Japanese woman looking down at everyone and I'm bad and you and, you know, yeah. just like, like that. That would, that would be cool and that will definitely get me, you know, hot and bothered, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the only thing with that is, uh, you know, because of her, because of her limited English, if you're going to be snobby, you're going to kind of have to talk down to people. That might be the uh, only but, thing. But, you know, things in someone's native language sounds much more uh, visceral than someone not like with AOP. Like for example, AOP uh, when they were talking in their native native language, uh, it sounded like really visceral. But then when it was translated to English or when they say it in English, it doesn't sound as threatening. Yeah, and that's something else that Mish uh, and Joy were talking about on Wrestling Soup this week. Same thing, where I'd rather Asuka or Io Shirai talk shit to me or talk shit to someone, you know, in a promo in Japanese, right? And them in gotcha. English. Because, like, we know that English isn't their, their best uh, language. They they can't, their English isn't good, obviously. So you gotta use their strengths. In Japanese, there's things called subtitles. It's understandable. You know, and again, this is the, the thing with WWE that everyone has to talk. Yes and no. Yes, because you you need to be able to deliver a promo, but now everyone has to talk. They can talk in many different ways. They can express themselves in many different ways. It doesn't have to just be talking and cutting a promo like everyone else. If everyone... If everyone has a good promo, then it truly stands out. Then, oh, they talk good. That person talks good. But more so, if you had good body language, if you had good mannerisms, good facial expressions, when, you know, you're confronting someone in a promo or in a wrestling match, then that will count way more. Mm -hmm. Because not everyone can talk. So you got to emphasize their strengths, not their weaknesses. And that's what WWE does really badly, does poorly. 
is, yeah. and they do the opposite. They uh, emphasize people's weaknesses. It's, it's funny you say that because of who, who's running Raw, which is allegedly Paul Heyman, and that's been one of Paul Heyman's biggest strengths in all of wrestling history is that Paul Heyman has been able to take people... He can take the one strength you had and expand it over the numerous weaknesses you have. Yeah. So, you know, going back since the, to the ECW days, that's been one of Paul Heyman's biggest um, accolades that people credit him with is that he's able to do that. So hopefully we get to see a bit more of that, you know, on, on all accounts. Yes, me too. I'm, I'm super hopeful that, uh, you know, as the, the weeks and months come along, pass along, I should say, that we'll see more of that on Paul Heyman's on because we need stars, and especially another company looming. You can't sit on your laurels anymore. You got to pull up all the stops. And yeah. You, you got to. But um, with NXT, Io Shirai, Miriam had a really good match. Uh, it was like, like, come on now. Like, Io Shirai, we, we mentioned we sung her praises. We wanted mm-hmm. to, we, we were masochists. We, we love a little bit of pain, as we mentioned. Hey, ruin, ruin my credit, EO. Uh, EO uh, <laughs> smash my nuts, EO, please. <laughs> and she's very, <laughs> she's very, I, I, I couldn't keep a straight face saying that. Uh, she should be soon, hopefully, your next NXT champion. Because sure, just, I, just I, I'm more for that. Yeah. yeah if. Shayna Bla- uh, Baszler uh, just basically goes up to the main roster with NXT. One of the yeah, they're doing the draft soon, yeah. right? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, oh, speaking of the draft, um, let's talk about that because it's uh, it's not this Monday night. It's not tomorrow night. It's on SmackDown because, you know, Fox, special treatment. Because so SmackDown is the A show? That's what you're telling yes, me? Yes, it is. Wow. And and. Uh, 20, what is it? Raw's been around 93. No, SmackDown's been around, SmackDown came out in 99. So in 20 years. So you mean it's something the first time in 20 years, SmackDown is the is considered the A-show? Yes. And, well, the A-show in Vince McMahon's eyes? Because I remember a time in the mid-2000s where SmackDown was the A-show because they had the better booking. Oh, yeah. Paul Heyman was the GM. Yeah, no, no, but, you know, Vince McMahon was just like, you know, Raw's yeah, yeah. show. Well, you know, when, when back when Triple H was beating everybody and SmackDown had the SmackDown 6 and all that <laughs> other stuff going on, SmackDown was definitely the A-show. But, you know, officially, yeah, yeah. it's officially the A-show now because Vince McMahon finally accepts it as the A-show yes. because that's where all the money is. Yes, of course. Like, uh, People forget they they really forget about you know that time with the SmackDown Six mm-hmm. and uh, and I want to forget but I can't when Triple H's Ran Terror yep uh, went down I, I try to forget but I can't because it's like in my mind you know it's it's in there somewhere uh, just nestling up in there but haunting forever yes because it, it, come on now but. That's for another another day, another topic. Uh, the other uh, the other match that uh that was that had people talking was the NXT um, championship match between Adam Cole and Matt Riddle. Man, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? My bad. It, dude. Matt Riddle. Like, what, what a guy! What 
what can't be said about this guy? He, like, <laughs> regardless what you feel about him and Goldberg and whatnot and whatever, you know, he is a fucking star. Like he's amazing. He he literally he can be the the next, you know, and and not in character. Yeah, and a lot of people like to compare, but in terms of top talent, like he can be the next Austin or Rock. Or or Bret Hart or Hogan, you know, I mean, people that have like took the company up a notch. He could be that guy. He he's got it all. Um, he just you know we got to see more of the character aspect. But he's man, that guy's amazing. And and once again, these these real fighters, these MMA guys, just picking up wrestling like that, yeah, just he, picking it he up. Took it up like just like uh, Shayna Baszler. When she yeah. first came in, she was like, oh, a little, little green, of course. But she has taken wrestling and uh, being a character, like, well. And that's yeah. why I, I like uh, Shayna Baszler, Matt Riddle, you know, Lesnar. Bonda Rousey. Bonda Rousey. Like, Bonda Rousey, like, yeah. All these, all these MMA guys and girls, they, they mm-hmm. coming in. It's like, yo, like. This is, I feel like this is the next evolution. Yeah, like the, the uh, you can even go back. I mean, he's not MMA, but you can go back to Kurt Angle. Yeah, you know, Kurt, Kurt Angle was like the, he's on the first yeah. Yeah. a real athlete coming in here and literally becoming one of the best the company's ever seen. Some people's favorites, Kurt Angle's a lot of people's, uh, you know, favorite mm-hmm. wrestlers of all time, you know, on all aspects. So, but Matt Riddle, that Matt Riddle match, man, that was I, I would say. That was easily the best match of the week. Yes. By far the best match of the week. No show had anything that touched that match. That was a great match. Hell no. Like, yep. a, nothing came close to that. And I'm, nothing. It's just like, we, we need we, we need more matches like this, and we, we need more characters. Like, yeah, I'll, I have... Nah, this is what I want to jump in and say this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and we can... And we can debate this. Um, we can also talk about. We can kind of bring AEW into this too. Okay. You know, kind of kill two birds with one stone. But um, that match was amazing. Yeah. Literally one of the best. The best match of the week. The the best opener obviously was the best match because that opened the show. Um, just great, great match. However, um, you know NXT this week because of the fact that you know AEW was happening and they were competing. Right. This AEW card felt like a takeover. I mean AEW. This NXT card felt like a takeover, yes, and they it did. threw. It did. Yeah, and they threw everything. They threw everything at AEW. They threw everything. Now, that can hurt in the long run because you want to have good matches on TV, but you don't want to have pay per view quality matches on TV. That is one of the things that actually killed, or I should say, hurt. It didn't kill. What hurt WCW in the 90s was that WCW was so focused on beating Monday Night Raw in the ratings that they were giving away pay-per-view quality matches for free on TV. And then when the pay-per-views happened, the pay-per-views didn't have these amazing matches. The pay-per-views had okay matches with crappy endings, where they were in- interference or just, you know, dusty finishes, as they say. Vince Russo, uh, Vince Russo finishes the Vince Russo yeah. special. <laughs> Russo, the Russo special, even pre-Russo, they, the, you know, the pay-per-views weren't that good. You had some good pay-per-views, but, um, you know, and as far as the main scene, the main, um, you know, the main division, 
they were giving away like one of the biggest you no know, mistakes in wrestling history is they gave away Goldberg versus Hulk Hogan for free on TV. Oh, yeah, remember that. Yeah, they, you remember that, right? Yeah, they gave that for free on TV. Goldberg versus Hogan, which was the biggest. That was like the most. Uh, that sold out because they when they announced that match like a week in advance, yeah. it sold out the next town. They were in Georgia, I think, because they were in his home. They were, they were in Goldberg's hometown, and it sold out. And it was like, yo, this is amazing, but you guys should have held this off, yeah, for the pay per view. And um, that's you know, I don't want WWE to get to or should I say NXT to be doing that. I get that you want to win ratings, but think about it. You tossed all that stuff. You you had the better wrestling show. Then, like, then AEW. AEW had a great show, but NXT had a better... If you're going to go by matches, AEW, NXT had the best matches this yes. week. By far. By far. It's the best matches. However, once again, these are pay-per-view quality matches. These were, um, you know, just the, the stakes were high. Lots of false finishes. Very good. You can't do this every week because then when you have takeovers, what are the takeovers going to be like? Yeah. Which is why I think... AEW needs to really, really expand on their characters because if NXT is going to have these amazing five-star matches every week, AEW needs to combat them with great storylines. They need to combat them with great characters. So when they have their pay-per-views, the pay-per-views can have these five-star matches, but you also have the amazing stories that built up towards the pay-per-views, which will have more people invested. Yes, I... I I think that, yeah. Yes, I agree with that because and you know when me you and the rest of the uh uh hsc crew when i go on and on (laughs) i go on and on talking about characters when wrestling matches matter of course because that's that's the you know the goal under the day you know two people two teams whoever they go in the ring they duke it out and they tell a story there of course. And you know how I feel about flippy shit. You know? Mm, yeah. But you need to have characters as well. You need to have those storylines and those character, uh, you know, those larger-than-life characters. You know, people that you can relate to, characters that you can relate to, that you can support. You know, have those crazy what-the-fuck moments. And... When you see when NXT done this, like, yeah, for the first show, full two-hour show, head-to-head, I felt like they, they had to. And, like, you know, like you said, you're right. They got to be careful. Mm-hmm. They definitely got to be careful. However, once in a while, like, you know, even when, when they were on the network, they had, like, really like, just regular NXT on the network, not the takeovers. They had... Yeah. Good matches. They have shows where they have a lot of like a lot of good matches or that one good match that's takeover quality. And hopefully they don't if they can't do this again, they gotta focus on storylines, but you know, for the occasion and the situation, I understand. AEW on the other hand, they gotta be careful because while you're right with NXT, they're, they're trying to put the matches up. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about AEW that, again, what we were talking about earlier in the beginning of this podcast, that they're not focusing on introduction of characters 
what what are the what's the mission statement what's the motivation you know I, you know we got a world champion we got a women's champion we got we next is the tag team titles yeah and they need to give these teams and these tag teams these uh singles wrestlers uh motivation mm-hmm. like, why are you in AEW like they got to do a better job Cody and the boys got to do a better job of introducing us to these characters because if not anyone watches indie wrestling not anyone knows about you know New Japan and ROH and all these other companies and, and, and Impact mm-hmm. you gotta they, they first and foremost both companies they had to like you said they, they gotta be on their A game NXT is more established but they gotta be careful not to bust their load too soon and AEW has to worry about introducing and building up characters and telling us why we need to be invested in them have storylines because NXT already got the matches down packed but I'm still concerned for both shows that one may may bust their load or one may underutilize or undermine certain things just for mm-hmm. the sake of ratings and I hope that in week two you know this week coming up that we'll see some changes that we will sh- we'll see some introduction with you know AEW and they'll start building up towards the next takeover for NXT side because mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta have that balance have the characters and one good match and storylines on TV and then for the pay-per-views that's where you, you have your 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 match of the night quality matches match of the year no, not every pay-per-view but you know just have all your good matches have all yeah. your everything culminate to that pay-per-view and hopefully they don't do the same mistake that WWE is doing with the way right. they've been doing with having good matches wasting them on free TV and then when the pay-per-view comes 50-50 booking I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want to see that shit or just not even impressive you know yeah. you want you want to you know I mean I understand a match is a match and you can't you can't tell what's going to be a five star match before it happens. Like you can't plan. You can plan a match, but you can't plan a five star match. But like you know, if you're going to have a great match, you got to make sure that um, you know you want to. You basically don't want to give away the better matches on TV. You always want to save the five star classics for pay per views. And if you burn out on free TV, why am I watching a pay per view? You know, what's the point of me watching a pay per view? And that, and that's you know that's history is taught wrestling that that's one of the issues that wcw made that's why nobody cared about their pay-per-views that's why they you could watch any like there was a few good wcw pay-per-views but most of them were just like episodes of nitro but like with um less mat like more matches and like you know less importance because you would have you know they would give away all the good stuff too busy trying to beat uh raw in the ratings exactly and as you can see NXT had the better show. I think overall NXT had the better show this week, yes. and they still lost in the ratings because of the fact that you know more people wanted to see what AEW is about because it was a new show. But AEW also had a great had a great show this week. That was a, a really good first show. So it, it, you know both shows were good. One was better than the other, but the other one had better ratings. And at the end of the day, 
if you're if you're competing over ratings again like it was, that's it. Ratings are gonna ratings are always gonna matter. There was WCW shows in the past that were better than Raws. I mean, there was um Raws that were better than WCWs, but at the time WCW was still winning in the ratings. You know, when before WCW before WWE started really kicking their butt. You know, like in the there's a 99 or so. But pre-99, like in those 97, 98 days, Raw had some great shows, oh, yeah, but definitely. they were still trailing behind. So, you know, the, the quality of the show is needed, but if you're looking at the number, which I'm pretty sure that's the main thing is, okay, what, what do we get? You know, you can't throw the kitchen sink at people every week. You got to have, you know, not necessarily slow weeks. You want to have every Raw, you, every Raw, you want every show to be a good one, but the, the match quality is the ones that you don't want to overshoot people with. You definitely want to expand on characters. And I, and I really hope NXT and AEW focuses on on that. You know, the great characters, the great stories, great promos, great psychology, things things like that besides the wrestling. Because there's enough good wrestling on TV. You know, so... Yeah, and uh, all we can do is hope, but also at the same time, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy wrestling because, like I said on, on Twitter, I don't think that we're going to have another company on mainstream television, a second yeah. company on mainstream television for a long time, if not ever. Yeah. You know, because wrestling, I'm sorry, wrestling isn't mainstream as it was in the 90s and the 2000s. Yep. Like, that That's time true. Is, is gone. But while we got the second company, we can at least try. There's no harm in trying to get to get more eyeballs into the product and some of those that that left wrestling altogether to come back. Like I'm, I'm all for that. I, I'm all for trying your, you know, trying new things to to get new eyeballs onto the television or streaming or whatever. But all all we can do is just wait and see and just enjoy. It. Because it's going to be a ride for, it could be for a few months, it could be a year or so, it could be for a long time. But as long as we enjoy this ride, instead of worrying about how the ride is and blah, 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 just we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to be in this, this loop, you know. So we just got to enjoy wrestling for what it is, yeah. but also, you know have our critiques at the same time yeah and that's and that's for, that's perfectly fine you know to you definitely you know it's, it's okay to critique stuff you know you just gotta um you know i just i just think you should critique stuff because you want it to succeed you know i don't like the haters that's the only thing I, I that's agree. that's that's just what it is you know if you want you want the show to get better you want wrestling to get better as a whole that's fine you can have you you know you're not gonna like every show i'm gonna i had things about aew that i wasn't too fond of but you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, this sucks already. No, no, no. Like, I, I want them to succeed because, you know, I personally, I don't like what the other company's doing outside of the NXT. I think NXT is great, yes. but, you know, I don't like what the other company's doing. And I want to see another company succeed and really push them so that they will focus on their main product and make their main product better, just like how WCW, you know, did it to them. You know, I hate to keep bringing up WCW, but, you know, since... It's more oh, or less man, a bring it, up, bring it up. Yeah. We got to <laughs> reference history. People, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, for those who are like, oh, stop bringing up the past. But it's because of the past is why we're here today. Right, I mean, we right. We have WWF, 
WCW, ECW, if we didn't have these companies, and the, when we did, we wouldn't be. We there wouldn't be TNA. There wouldn't be AEW. We, we wouldn't have all these other wrestling companies out here. So, for those people who would say, "Oh, stop bringing up the past," you know, ECW's dead. Well, no shit, Sherlock. It is, but yeah, it's because <laughs> of those companies is why we're we're here. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. No, well, who? If there was never a WCW. WWE may have well went out of business because even though WCW really started kicking their butt, they weren't they weren't making money when when Nitro the the year Nitro debut was ninety five, that was the year when Kevin Nash was on top and business was extremely low and it wasn't entirely Kevin Nash's fault that was just a lot of the a lot of the top people from the eighties were leaving a lot of them were retiring or they were or they were leaving, and um, you know just what they weren't drawing money like they were, so who knows. You know, they got back into WCW came to give people an alternate. They got back into a corner. You know, we all know the story. They they said, screw it. Let's let's really push the envelope. And, you know, things worked out. But if that never happened, maybe wrestling as a whole would have never expanded. And we probably would have never had, you know, maybe wrestling wouldn't be mainstream as it is now. Yep, it probably so, would have been dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but, um, I mean, I'll just, you know, end it on that. I think it was very good. NXT and, and uh, AEW. Uh, two great shows. Can't wait for this week. You know, I'm only watching those. I'm not watching Raw SmackDown, so I can't wait to see both uh, what they bring to the table now. As as for AEW's second episode, and I want to see NXT for what you know Finn Balor being back, what he's going to say for Tommaso Ciampa being back. Those are two yes, big turns. Two big na- yeah, two big names yeah. return, and I'm I'm so yeah. glad for uh, Ciampa to be back. Like oh for sure, I'm so glad. And Finn Balor too. Like we we got to give yeah. Finn Balor credit. Like he. When he was in NXT, his first run, his first run was awesome. Uh, and we, you know, when we was at the at the show, we were introduced. You know, we we knew him on the network, but we saw him live, and it was you know such a treat seeing him live, yeah. seeing Oscar, seeing uh, Bailey, a lot of these other uh, NXT alumni that are now on yeah. the main roster. So now that Bowers back in NXT, it, we can he has a fresh batch of opponents he can face. You know, and he won't be, he'll be utilized for once. So I can't wait for him. Ciampa, he's most likely next in line if, you know, Finn Balor has anything to say to it for the NXT title. So we, we'll wait and see how that goes. And it's like, I like that. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's such good shit. <laughs> so, uh, VKM will, will like to say, <laughs> you know, it's such good shit, but it is. Like, this is what wrestling's about returns shocks uh you know shocking surprises yep that's all it's about so uh what was your takeaway from uh or your favorite matches or segments from either show uh being nxt or uh aew dynamite so I, I pretty much explained about NXT, but I'll say for AEW, um, I'm just very interested in seeing what they have. They, I think they did a good job at, at like I said, making you want to know more about the storylines. Yeah. And I'm interested in seeing Moxley and, and Kenny Omega going for it, because that was a pretty cool spot where he did a dirty deeds through the, uh, the the glass table. Yeah, that, that, was, that was fucking insane. That was crazy. Yeah, man, that was insane. So I'm interested in seeing more in that. 
Um, Jack Swagger being back. Well, I know Jack Swagger is not like he's not Mr. Popular, especially not in 2019. Yeah. Um, he he's a great talent in in the ring. He Jack Swagger he's he's a weird one. He's another guy who I think he's been good in the ring, but he just he he couldn't connect with the audience. Yeah, that, that was his main problem. It's yeah, that was his main thing. And it, you know the fact that he has a lisp also hurts him too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but he you know he just couldn't really connect. He had some good gimmicks, you know, with the We the People stuff. That was nice. And there's people that still chant that. Yeah, they were chanting that uh, at the end of the segment when they beat down the elite. They were yeah. chanting we the people. And I was like, actually, uh, like, I know some people like, oh, it's Jack Swagger. I mean, I mean, Jake, Jake Hager. Yeah. Uh, like, big deal. But it's, you never know. Maybe in this company, he'll be uh, a more of a star. If he, I'll say this, if he can clean up his act, I think he'll be yeah. good. That's what that's actually ultimately what hurt him is because he got pushed in WWE. Well, he he won the world title. They put him with Zeb Coulter, which was great. That was actually a good gimmick, and people were cheering the We the People stuff. But he, you know, got caught with drugs and he got caught um, DUIs, and that's that's ultimately what yeah. killed his push. Was he, you know, the personal stuff? So if he can keep himself clean, I don't I don't know what's going on with him now, but. If he can keep himself clean, I think he'll do fine. He's like Chris Jericho's bodyguard now. They're saying, oh, cool. so I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So and you know and it, it was really good to establish Jericho as the top heel. He's the champion, and it's like almost like a heel faction around him, beating on uh, the elite. I think which is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know how I feel about the elite. Yeah. Uh, I, I, listen, like when that WrestleMania. When it was Roman Reigns versus Triple H for mm-hmm. the for the title for the WWE title, well for the WWE World Heavyweight title, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, no, twenty twenty six was it twenty sixteen? But same difference. Might be twenty sixteen. And uh, <laughs> and it was like, yo, like you was passing out. It was at your house, and you was passing out. Yeah, I was like on and off dozing, and I was like, "Who who was it that 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 had Kenny Omega's thing that was playing it? His uh his New, New Japan theme." And he was like, "Yo, like whose theme was that? That's fucking dope." It's like, oh, that's Kenny Omega's thing. I was like, "Oh, so that's how I got introduced like fully because I, I watched yeah. a few New Japan shows and matches, but at that time period, I got immersed because what WWE was offering wasn't coming." Yeah. And now, in 2019, it's like, man, I'm getting sick of these guys. I'm getting sick. And, and I like Omega still, but it's like, it's just something along the way happened to where, like, yo, like, come on, man. Like, and the Young Bucks. Like, he, well, well, I think what hurt Omega was he lost steam. Um, because he hasn't really been, you know, because he's been out of New Japan for a while and out of the Bullet Club. Yeah. I think I think that actually hurt him. Uh, that hurt them a bit because they were trying to get this company off the ground. But I mean, we'll see. Now Omega is and he has an American audience now. He's on. I don't want to say he's on a mainstream promotion, but he's it'll get there eventually. Yeah, we'll get but there. he's on. He's on national TV though. He's on a really strong channel. TBS is one of the uh, you know highest rated channels. They get ridiculous numbers. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, constantly. Most yeah, so he's they're on a great channel. So we'll see if we'll see if the Kenny Omega hype was was inflated or if it was just. That, yes. I think that's what we'll see um, now because 
Bullet Club was a strong stable. You know, you put anybody in the Bullet Club and they got over, much like the NWO of old. You give a yes. guy a real T-shirt and suddenly he's cool again. So, you know, we'll see if that was something that made Omega this huge, you know, megastar in people's eyes over the past few years where they consider him the best wrestler in the world. When he when he left New Japan, he was considered the hottest free agent, you know, at the time. And we'll see now that he's a top guy in a company, you know, surrounded with other hungry guys. Like you got a Moxley, you got a Cody Rhodes, you got Lucha Bros. You got, like, the AEW talent pool is, is, is immense, and I really can't wait to see everyone because this first show they didn't even show everybody they no. didn't show luchasaurus they didn't really the lucha bros were there but they didn't they just had that little promo um you didn't show off um my man orange juice um yeah. uh God, so, solo monster yeah solo monster yeah, yeah. show solo monster off <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know like there's there's a lot of guys that you haven't really featured which goes to show you that okay we have a, a you know in-depth talent pool and you won't get not everyone will be overexposed. You know, there will be times where people will be able to work and show themselves and take a little break and things like that. So I'm, I'm very excited. But um, but that was mostly my takeaway. It's just like, OK, they're introducing stuff. I, I do think the set looks beautiful. I really like the AEW set. Yeah, I like, like that. I like that. Set. Yeah, it looks yeah. I love the graphics, too. Like the color explosions on the graphics. Are yeah, very, like I, I um, love that. that um, and, you know, I use Photoshop. Yeah. So, uh, just seeing that, like that was a good logo. Like, yeah, it was black cool. And gold, the 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 graphics for um AEW Dynamite, like right, it's cool. Like I love that that the little nuances. It, it's colorful. Yeah, it's First colorful. colorful really, yeah. Like, yeah, it's really dope. And the, again, the little nuances that I love about about certain things that I I, I pay attention to. I was like, yo, that's that's pretty fucking dope. So, like. My, uh, yeah. Oh, just real quick, my bad. Last thing I'll say yes. about this and before you go and WCW is that I saw some people on Twitter saying AEW's production look like um like a wannabe WCW, and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm laughing because I'm like I'm laughing because I'm like, yo, how dumb are you? WCW oh, had the Lord. highest production value up until they went bankrupt. Yes. When they started, when when WCW started losing. Like eighty thousand, eighty million dollars a year and stuff. Like towards like late two thousand into two thousand one, that's when they had to cut back on smaller venues and smaller set pieces. But I'm like, are you kidding me? WCW had the the best production value. <laughs> they made they made Raw look bush league back in the in the nineties ninety five through through uh ninety nine. They made them look bush league. The pay per view sets were top notch. They were uh, they had personality. Like that's all I'm like, you guys are so like you're looking for anything to just to, like dump on this company. And it's like just don't watch it. Yeah, any any little thing to uh to you know, essentially nitpick on. And I, I hate that about wrestling fans sometimes. We we nitpick we'd be the first to just overanalyze or just to, to when you know they don't have anything to go to go on except like oh the the production, or oh, the the letter on on the logo is crooked, or yeah, it's like come on now, that oh, will the get mics better. Don't sound so good, yeah, yeah like it will get better over time. Like, do you have a wrestling company? I I think the production was very well. The only thing they could fix is I think the um I don't know for for me the mic like the commentators came off a little low for me. It just didn't sound as loud. Yeah. Could have been and the music. Um, I think the music 
uh, I, it's not bad music, but they just have like this, like entrances. I don't really. Yeah, they they gotta get entrances. Yeah, they, they, they gotta get more um, uh, bands like yeah. instead of stock like uh, on YouTube free royalty music, right? Like, the actual right. like bands mm-hmm. playing for these for these um, wrestlers so they can have personality. Like, I agree. One of the things you know, that, you know, they should do. Yeah. You know what they. Oh, I'm, I'm bad, bad, bad. I don't mean to no, cut no, you. no, 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 because I, I think I know say, what you're saying. I think I know what you're about to say. You know where I'm gonna go? Yeah. You know, you know who they should hire? Jim Johnson. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yep. Since WWE basically let him go and and hasn't put him in the Hall of Fame for whatever reason, even though Jim Johnson has created legendary music for everyone, oh, bring him in. You know, dude. bring in Jim Johnson and have him make music. I'm sure he'll take dude, the payday. That will blow. That will blow up in WWE's face. If, yeah. if they hire him, if AEW hires him, because he had so many icon, like even though all the themes for the for the lower car and the drivers, they were good. And I was like, yeah. yo, like, come on, like even um the the brawl for all theme, like that's yeah. been remixed to uh uh what's his name's theme um Ezekiel uh, Jackson, Ezekiel Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even Ezekiel. even that thing was good. And I was like, yo, I haven't heard this before, and it was remixed. In a way that okay, it's subtle. The remix version yeah. is subtle to the original, but you can you know it's still different to where oh shit, like it's actually pretty dope, and it's it's all across the board with yeah. his themes. Jim Johnson has made amazing music for years and years, so it's like give that guy a pay job, you know? Please, please. I do. I'm all for that. I hope you I hope you're listening, uh, Mr. Khan, you know, Mr. Mr. Tony Khan and. Please. Dude, Everyone dude. else up there, Cody. <laughs> yeah, Cody. Yeah, Brandy. Yeah, uh, Tony Khan. Like, do it. So you, you got, you got the, you got the wallet. Yeah, Just for sure. Throw, throw a credit card at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but uh, quickly because right now how the sales live, but probably won't miss much. Uh, yeah. not, not to worry. We're having a good conversation. So SmackDown. Uh, the new set. I like the new set of SmackDown. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's really. It's it's obviously it's it's leaps and bounds better than Raw. I like the Raw one, but of course, looks unfinished. But the one for SmackDown, I was like, wow, that that's awesome. Yeah, that, that is great. So you know which which show is the A show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know which one's the A show? Uh, so. Let's talk about quickly the rock and his opening segment. When he came out, he had the biggest pop. Like I was like, yo, like this is how pop like we you know we have Stone Cold and whatnot. He he's been on Raw a few you know, a few weeks due to uh the contract signing and the and the Raw reunion part mm. 25 or whatever and you know when he comes out we hear that glass shatter you have that that pop and i know when you go there live you will feel it yeah. i remember when we went to one of the raw shows when undertaker had an appearance towards the end of the main event and mm-hmm. people pop it was like oh shit it's the undertaker it, it was going ham but yeah i remember yeah but to 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 have a level of a crowd pop like The Rock or Austin 
yo, you, you're not going to get that again. Like, you are not going to get that from anyone, even if they were built up. Yeah, it's un- it's, and it's unfortunate, it you is, know. It, 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 it really, truly does suck. But again, that's what happens when you don't build any larger-than-life characters and let them be who they want to be. And for the company, it's like, uh-uh. Just, nope, we're, we don't want you to be bigger than, than the company, so no. And people want to cheer, but, you know, that's what happens. But The Rock, man, you know, still, you know, he looks great. Came out there. The the segment was like, eh, you know, he, he was, you know, he went off, of course, but just uh, with Becky, like, you know, Becky's is like, they, they, they see something in her as we do but just the mm-hmm. fact that they had her with the rock it was like how was mix about this yeah she she kind of felt a little bit um the third wheel in that in that segment yeah dude. i would say that because it seems like it was more of baron corbin versus the rock you know it, it is just seemed like more of a third wheel it yeah. really it really did dude um I don't know, just the wrong choice. I get it maybe because, you know, her match, her tag match with uh, Charlotte right. versus Banks and, and Bailey was right after that segment, so it made sense. But it's like, uh, they, they, they could have had someone else. They could have had someone else. But I don't know. Like, I was just happy to see The Rock. And yeah. they did a pretty good rating. They, they had, like, uh, in total, I believe, three. And they had uh, three million viewers. Oh, that's uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check right now. Yeah, See, three three point nine. Yeah, they had three point nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so they almost had a four point oh, and I, I'm laughing because you know three point nine is a that's a great rating. That's yeah. that's actually essentially that's um what is that? That's two thirds of what of of what um that's three times I should say yes. of what AEW did yes. right. That's that's very good, but this is also for a show that's twenty years old, and this is also for a show that at one time was averaging seven point and, and eight point That's why you know it's always yeah the ratings got a bit of a pop, but there's always going to have that stigma. It's it's much like Simpsons. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons gets two two to three million ratings, and that's great and all three you know for your show to get three million um rating three point amazing. But this is also a show that, in its heyday, was doing 25 million viewers, 20 million viewers, ridiculous numbers. So to go from doing 25 million to averaging three million now—that's a hit. Yeah, yeah it's still hit. a good number. That's a hit. Yes, yeah, it is. And like I, I had a feeling, okay, since it's the first show, it's gonna—it's gonna, probably gonna do like three million, maybe two, two and a half sure. million. But like for it to do. 3.9 I was like fuck that's that's fucking great and then of course you had The Rock you had uh, Lesnar mm-hmm. you had the other uh, Kane Velasquez yeah that came that was amazing yeah. but that was also I mean that wasn't that wasn't announced but that yeah. was you know did that there which is cool you know so it's like yeah like they they had a you know they had a good um, debut and the set they got and essentially with them having the draft start on SmackDown this mm-hmm. this week. 
this this Friday night, let you know that they're treating this as a big deal because you know they got a five year deal, right, with, with Fox, so they got to make sure that they present SmackDown as like legit number one because they got NXT. NXT could be the number two and Raw be number three. Like yeah, already, that's already like established. So, but Kofi, people have been clamoring like. And I'm not gonna shy away from this. I like Kofi. Mm-hmm. He busts his ass, you know, for a decade. He got with the New Day. They created something that essentially got all three of them over. And one day he gets this this shot at Hell in the Cell early this year, and he got his title match at Mania, and he has WrestleMania moment. He won, the w, he won the WWE title. That moment, no one can take away from him unless he does something like heinous or, you know, crazy. To yeah. They're gonna, they will blacklist him. But he can't. that can't be taken away from him. Like, he will forever have that WrestleMania moment. It will be in history. However, the way that WWE uh, booked him, it's not all his fault. They they didn't do him any any service. They didn't they didn't do him right. But also at the same time, you really think Kofi as WWE champion is moving the needle? No. That was just for him to get his moment, get his his reign. If it were me, I would just had him win the title. Either had him win for like a month, you know, a good thirty days, or just have him lose it the next night to someone like in crazy fashion but yeah. still make him you know make him that underdog make him just scratch and claw not this badass and of course you know what's gonna happen people are mad people are like oh what the fuck all oh, this is like this fucking Brock Lesnar like you, you really you really think that Kofi and Lesnar in the same league. I'm sorry. It's just facts. Oh well, I'll say this, um, I, and I, I agree with you. I don't think they're in the same league, but WWE has kind of told us for the last five months that they are. You know, Kofi actually he he has been booked as a good champion. He's won majority of his matches. Yeah. There was even a period where he was like undefeated for like over a month. He was winning everything on TV, and he beat everyone at pay per views, and everything. But the crowd wasn't really buying it. Um, I think that it was once, like you said, it was a moment. You know, the stuff that happened with Daniel Bryan, it was, it was a moment. And I'm glad they caught it in the bottle. And I'm glad they were like, let's take advantage of this because it was, it was really good. Because Kofi, you know, the people wanted to see Kofi win, but it was they just wanted to see that one big moment, and that's why, and that's why it fizzled out. They should have put the title back on Daniel Bryan because he could, they could have did that. They could have put the title back on Daniel Bryan. He could have came out and cut the promo the next meet, the next week. You know. I have my WrestleMania moment. Thank you all for on this journey. You know, I gave it my all. At least I know I can be champion. And, you know, give a little speech like that. And then maybe have them. Maybe that could have helped them out even more. Yes. You know? And but I, I just don't I, I don't care that he lost to Brock because I knew he was. Yeah. I just don't like the way it happened. I saw the video and I thought that was just not right. Like, I just don't. I don't get why you would book someone so strong only for them to lose like that. I don't. I just don't like that aspect of it. I don't like that you do that to Kofi. You made him like an idiot. 
Yeah, and that that is that's the only thing I don't like. It could have been a competitive match, you know. Yeah. Oh, it would have for me. The match would have been a few minutes. Maybe Kofi would have got some of his shit in, but then Lesnar would have just like ate it and just gave him yeah. enough five. But just for him to lose like that, I, I get it. That part I understand. And we knew this was coming. Like like I said on Twitter, you know, just like Judgment Day, this title reign ending is inevitable too. That it was yeah. going to happen. But the way that he lost, it sucked. But again, mm-hmm. that's WWE's shortcoming. They should have many times, like, okay, we're going to have some uh, Samoa Joe when he could win the belt from Kofi. Nope. That didn't happen, and all the other challenges that didn't happen because you saw this. This was like a foregone conclusion down the road that it's gonna be awkward when he finally loses the belt because yeah. they they had him go against people that oh like they could have con- they could have won contenders that could have won the title and they could have held it for a while, but nope, they won a Kofi, so. This is WWE's fault. This is where I say, yeah, they they shouldn't have booked him the way that they did. He wasn't booked as, as an underdog. He was booked as this ass kicker. It's like, no. Yeah, he was beating everyone. It's like, it's like really backwards, really uh, backwards logic here. But it sucked. It, it really does suck the way he lost. But Lesnar is once again. Your yep. WWE champion, so we'll wait and see how this goes and how many times he'll show up. But me personally, yep. I knew this was happening. I'm not upset. He he's gonna show up. You know, maybe once a month, whatever. We know this, and most likely he's gonna be exclusive to the SmackDown brand via the draft looming right. this Friday. So we already you know we already knew this, so we can't get mad. We can't get offended no whatsoever like you can be upset by the way that Kofi lost but you can't get mad at the fact that Lesnar is champion because we knew this was happening a long way we knew that from the jump so you, you can't get upset yeah, as soon as they announced it I was like yep that's it yep. it's like and he's, there's, no way, there's no way Kofi is going to be he's just not he's not that over and, and they need a strong start and they need a, they need a strong start for uh, essentially it's a you know a new it's a new SmackDown they're on a new channel they revamped the look so they they need a fresh new start and they need someone and I'm not gonna say Kobe doesn't have star power yeah. but he doesn't have brand carrying power no. that's the thing so they're gonna need someone like like a Brock Lesnar to carry the brand hopefully in that time period they can build up someone and make them legit enough legitimate you know legitimize them to be a, a viable contender because it's just, you know, you have the talent there. You got the Samoa Joes, the Kevin Owens, you know, the AJ Styles, the, um, you got, you got a your good talent pool. I think Ali is a great talent who can really be a big help to, uh, you know, to the company if they really want, but you, you have, you have the talent, you know, yes. you just need to hopefully start booking them correctly. Hopefully that's what this new start is all about, you know, is booking these talents because if if this if SmackDown is going to be the same show it's been for the past few years, just on a new channel, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm not interested, and I won't watch it. Nope. But if if we start to see legit change, 
and better characters and better stories, you know, then hey, maybe I'll give it. Maybe I'll, you know, it can actually become something huge. But I don't. I'm not interested in watching the same Raw and SmackDown. I'm not interested in watching the same Raw and SmackDown of the past three years. I'm not interested. Even even further, even longer. Yeah. You know, we we need they had a great, Yeah, they they had a great year in 20, 2016. SmackDown was amazing when they did first did the, oh, the, yeah. the draft, the yes. first ever brand split again. That was awesome. That 2016 to like 2016 up until 17 when Jinder Mahal won the title. Yeah. Up until that, SmackDown was amazing. It was great to watch. I was watching it every week. Then you go on the network and watch Talk and Smack. It was really good. You know, if they can recreate that, I'll be all for that again. Oh, but speaking of Apologies. Uh, speaking of uh, talking smack and you know shows, there's news that has been confirmed. Uh, unless something happens down the line, you know, any news changes. Uh, there's a show on. There's gonna be a, a Fox show uh, produced by by Fox mm-hmm. by for WWE and CM Punk is. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, seems to be one of the, the co-hosts is going to be Booker T and Renee Young. Mm-hmm. So CM Punk could be that third person, and uh, I yeah, like it's like CM Punk is back in WWE, but it's a, a Fox ran program. Yeah. So, you know, quickly, what are your thoughts about that before we we? Uh, <laughs> I'll keep, I'll keep it I'll keep it real short. I um hearing CM Punk and going back to WWE, um I lost the last bit of respect I had for CM Punk. Okay. I'm gonna keep it real. I know I used to be a huge CM Punk fan. He was definitely one of my favorites of, of the recent era, and he still is in terms of the the wrestler and the character CM Punk. Great character, great wrestler. Love the dude. As far as the person, I could care less. Um. I legit lost the last bit of respect. You mean to tell me that you're going to go back to WWE after they did all this stuff to you? They fired you on your wedding. They definitely, they, they booked you. Like, when you were a champion, they never really gave you the proper championship booking. Yeah. You know, you never made have been. You made have been, like, two pay-per-views when you was champ. You didn't get your WrestleMania main event that you deserved for bringing viewers back. You, um... You know, you you oh Vince McMahon, oh, I owe you one, I owe you one. You kept doing stuff for Vince, never got paid back. The whole lawsuit with the doctor when you were really sick with them, like I said, the fact that they fired you, like I said, on your wedding day, the fact that the the guy who has a lot of stake in a company, which is HHH, doesn't like you and you don't like him or his wife, and you mean to tell me that there's a brand new wrestling company that you can really join? And help bring some credibility to them to stick it to WWE. Instead of going to that company, you're going to go back to WWE. I have no respect for you. None. And I hope people start realizing and, and they stop cheering CM Punk. That's that's my personal take. I, I don't. I just I, when I when I read that, that he's going back, I'm like, are you kidding me? You could have literally done what Moxley have done. That's why I will respect Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, whatever you want to call him. I will respect him over CM Punk because he left the company on top like CM Punk did. And unlike CM Punk, he went and made a change and went around the world and wrestled his butt off in Japan. And now he's in AEW trying out his luck. 
and, and, and oh, you, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you, yeah. you're absolutely right, dude. Because um, me, you know, we don't know what's what's you know what his reasoning is, and I get it. We we love seeing Pump because he was that that rubble, that outlaw, and from the comeback, and he had a choice. Like I would have liked seeing him in AEW. That would have definitely to quote Tony Schiavone. I would have put butts in the seats, yeah, for sure. But for some reason, he decided to go back. I would have, like, I would have just went to AEW. But again, we don't know that that's his choice. While we may not think it's the right choice, it's his choice. But sure, of course, much much like it's my choice to not like, you know, care for him anymore yeah. because and, of that. Yeah, and and that and listen, that is all right. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, either here or there. I'm not on one side or another. I'm just like, you have a good point. You have many points. Like, I would assume, hey, this guy should be in AEW, help this company. But even Cody said, and you know, me and Cody, I don't necessarily agree with everything that Cody said, but when he said, hey, like, he's most likely going to end up in WWE in some form or fashion, I was like, yeah, that's probably correct. That's probably true. And look, it's they all yeah. came to pass. So it's it's it sucks, dude. It it does suck because he could have been that that person to to have a momentum shift. Yeah, for sure. For AEW, but we'll see how this news progress. You know, during the coming weeks, because the show's going to premiere in November, I believe. And okay. Also, Edge. He's leaving the Edge and Christian podcast so he can, you know, be in WWE in some form of capacity. And yeah, I heard he got cleared to wrestle. And, I mean, I love Edge, but, you know, it's been – Edge has been retired for almost 10 years now. He, he left in 2011. He was no spring chicken then. Yeah. Edge was, Edge was in his late 30s, if I'm not mistaken, when he retired. About, he was yeah. Yeah, he was in his late thirties, which which would now push him closer. Let me just get his proper age. I don't want to um, assume, but uh, let me see. Adam Copeland, what a name! Yeah, age. He's forty five years old. So he ret- when he retired, he was yeah he was essentially in his late thirties, like uh, early thirties. I'd say like thirty three, thirty four when he retired, which is very good. I just a young guy. I didn't realize how young he is. He's forty five. So that's not too bad, but to be 45 to have a bunch of of the problems that he's had with his neck. Yeah, I don't. You just call it a day, man. You had a great career, you know. Unless you truly miss the business and you really want to come back, you know, then by all means, you know, come back, you know. But I, I think if it's a, you know, if they're just asking you and trying to pay you money. So I don't think that's another guy. I don't think he's hurting for money. No, he's doing well with the royalties yeah. and other the podcasts. Makes money. He's made a ton of money in wrestling. He does, he doesn't strike me as a dumb guy. No, you know. Um. So he then not to mention his wife Beth Phoenix works for the company, so she's still bringing in some type of an income. So you know, I don't think he's hurt for money. Um. So but and then he does stuff for the network too. So yeah. I don't I don't really know. I just I, if he comes back, I'll be happy because I, I love Edge. He's a, he's one of the you know one of the last stars, uh, one of the last people. So he will bring some type of star power. But it's also been a, you know 2011 he retired. It's also been eight years. Yeah, it's been eight years since he's retired. 
wrestling has changed so much in eight years. It has. It definitely has. Um, if anything, if, if not in a wrestling capacity, because there's been rumors of him making a return to the ring, which I hope not, because you know, for his for his health, even though he's like, oh, like I can go, right. but um, if not, it, it could be for the for the show. You know the the uh, the show that's on Fox on Thursdays that you know, if not CM Punk it could be Edge. Yeah, that would be fine. So we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll definitely see how things go. Um, yeah, most most definitely, it's just the Wednesday Night Wars or Monday or the Monday Night Wars light. We'll have to wait and see how things go because I'm interested. I'm I'm very I'm glued like. I'm gonna try and watch as much as I can live yeah. and catch everything on demand afterwards. So you know, so I can obviously be entertained, but also uh, provide all the listeners, you know, our take on you know world of wrestling in these mm-hmm. very interesting times. But quickly, something non-wrestling related. While we have a few minutes, I haven't seen the Joker film yet. I will soon, but mm-hmm. I want to get your thoughts. Um, just we've been that. we've been on for a while, so I'll, yeah. I'll try to keep it. I'll try yeah. to keep it. Uh, all I'm gonna say is this: I I think Joker is a, it's a great movie. Uh, you need to go in with it knowing that it's not a superhero movie. I, I think that's one of the yes. things people. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I... Because I see some people say, oh, it wasn't good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, if you don't think this movie was good, what are you basing it off? Because I feel like people were going to it expecting Heath Ledger 2.0. And it's like, no, this is, by all means, this could even be an original character. This didn't have to do anything with the, uh, with the DC IP. It could be an original movie with an original character who has maybe a striking resemblance to Joker... But I still think it would be effective. But yeah, the movie, I think the movie was great. Um, the I think the cinematography was top-notch. Very good camera angles. Very good lighting and color. Yes. But if you want to talk about the nitty-gritty stuff, mm. I think this movie is great because of the fact that it exposed just how terrible the human race is. And I think that's why a lot of people are having issues with this movie. I see a lot of people complaining about this movie. I see reports of people walking out of the movie theaters because it's too <laughs> gruesome. And I'm like, this movie? Yeah, there was deaths in the movie. Were the deaths gruesome? Sure. But how many movies have we... I've seen movies with way more gruesome deaths. Watch any of the Saw movies where dudes are getting their necks chopped off and all this the guts ripped out. Yeah. Watch movies like that. John Wick. I yes. was talking to... Yeah, I was talking to Super Freak early. Shout out to Super Freak. Shout we were talking to early, and he even he said that. He said people are saying this movie is too gory and gruesome. They're leaving the theaters. But these same people watch John Wick. I was like, are you kidding me? Dude. But, you know, because John Wick is doing it because, you know, someone killed his dog, I guess people don't feel bothered by that. Yeah. But it's like this movie is <laughs> this movie is um, it's not in terms of the violence. It's nothing you haven't seen before in any type of movie. You know, I'm a big Terminator fan. And yeah. the first fucking film, like, I remember, like, around that time, people were fucking outraged. But also, at the same time, people were going and enjoying the movie. Yeah. And then with Terminator it's... 2, there was a lot of a lot of crazy stuff in Terminator 2. 
and three, you know, it, it went to PG-13, but the first two films were rated R I, from my recollection. And there was a lot of gory stuff. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, the real problem is the method behind the gore. Yes. You know, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say that, you know, it was the method. Joker's reasonings for the killings and everything, his reasons yeah. for that, which I think were very valid reasons and why I think people don't like the truth because everything he said, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, cool, but cool, 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 cool. Joker... Let's say Joker tells the truth about the human race and just how terrible the human race is, and people didn't want to hear that. Yeah. I went to go see it with, with Agent Neil the other day. We saw it on Friday, and people towards the end started walking out of the movie theater. There was a row of dudes. There was like four or five dudes hanging out watching the movie with us. They all got up and left. There was a couple right in front of us the girl whispered into the guy's ear. They got up and left. <laughs> and we were like, me and Neil sitting there cracking up because there was a girl in the movie theater. She was kind of acting funny. Yeah. So I think they were scared of her too. Yeah. But me and Neil was just cracking up. And I'm like, man, humans Jesus are like, people are really scared. Like this movie really has people in their feelings. And I, it's, it's not, it's really not that crazy of a movie. Like, yeah. trust me, it's the agenda of the gender being pushed right now is why people are acting like this. Yes. Because there's an agenda. People want to say it is not, but it is. There's an agenda to make this movie seem so evil, to make it seem like, oh, this movie is perpetuate is going to perpetuate tons of violence, of mass murders, and all this uh, other stuff. Mass murdering incels. Yeah. They, they, this movie, like, someone's watching a movie, I'm going to go kill a bunch of people now. Because we haven't had movies since the dawn of time where multiple <laughs> mass murders happen, gory murders happen, so many horror movies with people getting killed. How many people went out there and watched a horror movie and said, all right, I'm going to go kill everyone now? Dude. Like, it's, it's the agenda is what's hurting this movie. But I, as a movie itself, I recommend everyone go see it. If you're too soft, still go see it and then cry because you're too soft. Yes. So go see it. It's a, it's a good movie. It's nothing, it's nothing spectacular. Like it's not a best movie of the year. I mean, maybe because this movie this year has been kind of a draw. But it's not it's not a movie where it could be like, man, this was like, this will change everything. Like I I, I don't even think um, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. He did a great job, but I still think Heath Ledger is the best Joker. Yeah, and that's that's a, a that's a okay opinion to have. Like sure, you know it's it's. Everyone has their, their preference, you know, but I want to see the film. And a lot of people were, were raving at Joaquin Phoenix as, you know, his Joker, his portrayal of the Joker was pretty good. Yeah, it was great. And, was... you know, I can't wait to see it. I really can't. But before we, we, we close this baby up so I can watch Hound the Cell, Lord help me. Uh, when people are faced with the truth, when this is, quote, just paraphrasing but essentially people will do the most ridiculous shit if that means avoiding looking to their own soul so mm -hmm. basically what what that means is people will will basically lie to themselves do the most ridiculous things say and do the most ridiculous things and, and most outlandish things to hide the fact that when they're alone and no one's around, they gotta look at themselves. 
they gotta look, 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 all these soft, thin skin, pit-mache skinned people because the truth hurts. And like I said to with Neil, like, we're all hypocrites at one, one form or another. The difference is that there are people who, who know it, and there's people that try to deny it, and they try to base their, their whole lives on morals or, or constructs that, will, that are easily... You can easily poke through, and people don't want to hear that. Yeah. So they, they I'm like, good. You, you're leaving. First of all, the movie theater is still getting your money. You know the, the, the production company, the, film, the filmmakers, some form or another, they, they, they're getting that money. Mm-hmm. So you leaving doesn't make a statement because you already paid your money. If you want to make a statement, don't go to the theater. If you know this is a oh, terrible movie, oh, no, don't go and watch it. Yeah. You know, you're soft. You're, you're soft like spaghetti. So, and the fact that this movie triggered you in a way, good. I'm glad. I'm happy. So, with that being said, thank you for tuning in. You made it all the way through this two-plus-hour podcast. I'm sorry for being a little longer than expected but i really wanted to get this out and if anything if you're if you're down uh wrong yeah we can do a, a round table this week or whenever to just talk the joker because i had neil on and we went like full board about the joker uh movie before it came out and now that it came out and i'm, I'm watching it i promise yeah I'm I'm good for uh, Thursday. We can do now. Now that I know in advance, we can we can plan for Thursday. I'll make sure that uh, you know, I'll be I'll be good to go Thursday. Okay, thir- we can do Thursday. Thursday is awesome. It's perfect. So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll hear that Thursday. Expect the roundtable. Uh, but it was a little long, long winded. But hey, like whatever time I can get, we'll seize the opportunity. And I truly can thank my my co-hosts. My brother in arms, Ron himself, for no talking wrestling, talking Joker, talking, you know, just everything between uh, this on this episode. And you can find him on Twitter at Romless underscore himself. Yes, check him out on Twitter and on Twitch. He has he has a Twitch channel where he streams fighting games. He stream Mega Man. This. Basically anything any, under the anything. sun. Any, anything. Any uh, bad game under the sun, I'll, I'll yes. play. All the classics, uh, all the the obscure games that you probably haven't heard of. He's your man. He got your back on some good, fun streams where you'll, you, you know, he'll, he'll talk to you. He'll, he'll basically ask you, how, how's your day going? And won't mm-hmm. nag you about, won't nag you about shit. Unlike you know your girlfriend nags, nags us. You know, nag, 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 nag. Bye, bye, bye. Spend, spend, spend. He won't do that. 
So if you are interested in, you know, watching his stream, go to twitch.tv slash Ramos underscore himself. Rome underscore himself. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all Rome good. underscore himself. Rome underscore, yeah. I'm I apologize. So okay. twitch.tv slash Rome underscore himself. So check him out. He streams pretty frequently. And he's doing his thing on commentary, uh, commentating a lot of fighting games, especially uh, Samurai Showdown and other SNK games. So please check my boy out. Check check on himself out, uh, if you may. And also me, I have, a, I have a Twitter account, Room Prime TV, on Twitter. If you want updates and all that jibber jabber on on the podcast and just my thoughts on wrestling and pop culture, whatever, what this podcast is based on, and also I have a website, roomprimetv.com. Also, my podcast. If you want to know where you can listen to my podcast or uh, the past episodes, check out roomprimetv.com. Also, I'm on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. All the links will be below in this show synopsis. So with that being said, I'm going to shut the hell up now. It's been over two hours. I need to watch Hell in the Cell. I'm going to get this bit recorded for you guys, for myself and Ron himself. This has been an episode of Room Prime TV. Talking some wrestling. Shut the hell up now. And good night.